0: Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. There is really a lot that we could discuss. There's a lot that I could talk about. I could talk about the Build Back Better program and the push for infrastructure and why it's some of it's crap, some of it's good. Who's really going to make money? Who is that really for? Clearly, just a quick side note on that. You know, you know who makes money off the Build Back Better program, right? The rich, the billionaires. I love rich billionaires. I want to be a rich billionaire. They're trying to make it seem as though, oh, we'll create tons of union jobs. Yes, they will. But if you got ten guys, ten union guys on one spot, that's a million dollars worth of labor there for the year. This is this is huge for the rich. Joe Biden, Liz Warren. Bernie, Kamala, they're all, oh, we, Nancy, we hate the rich. This fucking, this makes the rich richer. So cut the shit. We could talk about Hillary Clinton, her scandal, spying on a sitting president, and how fucked up that is. We could talk about the, the Ukraine and NATO and, and us creeping closer to the Russian border and why Putin doesn't want that to happen. Plenty of stuff to talk about. But you don't know want... I, I feel the need to talk about a personal issue, a little spilt milk, if you would. Spilt milk is just basically something that happens in your personal life that takes over everything else. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. If, if someone spills milk on the floor in your house, you care more about cleaning that shit up than you do about anything else. This is Spazzing Out, America's podcast. I am Spaz, Anthony Paziali. Please, if you like the show, share it with somebody else. Subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Go to my website, anthonypaziali.com. Boom, bunch of links right there. Or you can listen to the latest episode. The thing I want to talk about is when is it too early? I think it's never. When is it too early to start teaching your kids that eventually they are going to have to be independent? That eventually they need to take care of themselves. This morning, my seven-year-old daughter, who was getting ready to go to school, I had a quick conversation with her. She said something, I don't know if she was putting on her shoe or I don't know what the fuck it was. And I said, honey, you're going to have a rude awakening when you turn 18 years old and daddy starts charging you rent because I will charge my kids rent to live in my house. The second you become an adult, you're going to be paying my son, Narium, he's with me only on the weekends. I have my son, so I have him with a different mom. He's with me Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. He's 14 years old. I told him, and I tell him all the time, you better get a job soon. Because when you turn 18, and you come here on the weekends, you're going to pay. He was like, oh, you're going to charge me to, to come here for a couple of days? I was like, yeah, I will probably charge you 25 bucks a day. Whatever, whatever the number is at that point, I'm fucking charging him. There's no free rides i die? Literally. Oh, you're so dramatic. What if you die? But what if I do? What if I'm not here to take care of you? What if dad and mom are not around? What if you have no one? Then I have failed as a father if I haven't taught you how to be independent and how to take care of yourself. So I said this to my seven-year-old daughter. I said, honey, you're going to have a rude awakening. In about 10 years when dad is going to charge you rent. And she's like, well, and then she just, her her retort to that was her reply was, well, can I have a phone when I'm like 17, dad? And I said, yeah, if you have a job, you get a job, you can get a phone. And then I went into a a, a conversation that my father had with me when I was younger. I remember there was a semi-formal, I don't know, I think the semi-formal was when we were sophomores at Woburn High. And dad, I want to go to the semi. My father looked a man of few words the lay great Stan Paziali. Get right to the point. So you want to go to the semi. You better get a job. That's exactly what he said. You need cash? You better get a job. Here I am. I'm like 15. I'm like, what? What do you mean? You can't give me some money. I'm not giving you shit. I'm not giving you a thing. If you want to go to the semi, you want to take a girl to the semi, you want to buy her a little flower, you want to get a nice, some nice clothes, get a fucking job. So I did. I got a job. I remember how happy I was. I've told this story before. I was excited to go run and tell my dad. I wanted him to be so proud. I wanted, I, I wanted dad to give me a high five. Be proud of me, dad. I got a job. I went. My father said, dad, I got a job. I, it starts today. I got to be there in a half hour. It's on the other side of Wuber. Fucking four corners side. Miles away. He's like, you got to be there. He just looks at me. He goes, you got a half hour to get there. You better get going. He just looks at me. He goes, you better get going. I'm like, You're not going to give me a ride. No. Just look at me. He goes, no, get going. Get going. Luckily, it was like wrestling season. So I had been running. So I started running to work. Now, the, I'm not going to lie. I didn't run every day, but a lot of the times I did. Other times I had buddies pick me up, give me a ride. Jeff Garvey would give me a ride. Mike Ingalls would give me a ride. Friends uh, uh, of mine would, would help me out. I'd have to. But the point is I had to find my own fucking way to get to work. Laugh. Laugh. Gavi Ingalls. One time this kid, Kevin Cugno. i never fuck got in his car again. He's crazy fuck. I wouldn't. I Jesus Christ. Rob Peel. I'd find ways. I'd ask people to give me a ride. My father wasn't taking me. The, the point of it was if I'm not here, you need to be able to take care of yourself. I can't do everything for you. I Here I am. I want my dad to be high fives. My father was like, get out of here. You better save up to get a fucking car if you want to get to work. So I want to do that for my kid. I get it. My daughter's seven years old. I had the convo, so I drove her and I dropped her off at school today. Right? <laughs> and here I am. I'm like, she's seven. I'm like... I got to drive you? You can't fucking walk? Literally. I mean, the school's not that far away. I used to walk to the Shermark Elementary when I was in first grade. Me, Laugh, Newman, Coombs. I don't know. Who, who the fuck? Layton. My brother Stan. We'd all walk to school. And I'm not telling these stories, oh, I walked to school uphill. No. I, I just, I walked to school. It wasn't that far. So I, I we get into the car, and I'm driving her, and I just said to her, I said, honey, You want to know what is great about being able to do things for yourself? You know the best thing that comes with the ability to get dressed? To be able to dress yourself, wash yourself, to be able to cook and make your own food. To be able to make your own money. Do you know what the best thing is? No one can fucking tell you what to do. I didn't swear at her. No one can tell you what to do. You are independent. You get to make the decision. So in the morning... When you're getting dressed and mom is putting whatever in your hair. I don't want that in my hair. Well, if you can learn how to do it yourself, you can put it in your hair. Of course, there are some restrictions. There are certain things that you won't be able to wear. As I'm your father and I don't want you looking like a fucking whore going to school. I want you to be respectable and respected and I want you to respect yourself. But ultimately, if you could cook... You don't have to have for breakfast what I'm making for you. Because I don't have to make it. You don't want oatmeal this morning? By the way, I love I love instant oatmeal. Brown sugar, maple. Mm, mm, mad good. But you don't have to have it if you don't want it. But because I'm making it, that's what you're getting. But if you learn how to make yourself something, pour yourself a bowl of cereal. I could pour cereal when I was seven. Climb up on a chair. Get the goddamn Fruit Loops. Get the Frosted Flakes. Let's be serious, though. It, it was flakes with frost and it was fruit rings from Market Basket. But I could get it report it myself. The sooner you can learn that, the sooner you become independent. The sooner you become Hermie and Rudolph, we're going to be independent. And take care of ourselves. And I was scoffed at scoffed, my wife, my mother-in-law, oh, that seems a little harsh. Yo, you want to know what is a little harsh? What a li- what's a little harsh is if you don't teach your kids how to take care of themselves and then you die or you go away or you move and they're stuck in the real world and they have no fucking clue how to live, no life skills because their entire life, you did everything for them, for their entire life, you helped them out, you took care of them, And they don't learn how to take care of themselves. They don't know how to handle life's tough situations. And then they have anxiety. I have anxiety. I don't know what to do. (laughs) Bullshit. I look back at the life lessons. Here's Here's a simple life lesson that I learned from my dad. 15 years old. My dad's like, get a job. You better get wheels. You better find a way to get to work. Did I ever think that that would, did I ever in my entire life at the time think that that was going to help me out? I'm like, this guy's a fucking ass. Four or five years later, I'm living in Lowell. I'm going to, I'm going to school at UMass Lowell. I had a pickup truck that I bought and I got into a car accident and it wiped out the pickup truck. Bye. Gone. Didn't have full coverage. I just had collision because it was fucking something I paid money for. You're trying to save money. Truck's fucking gone. I'm working in Boston. I was doing overnights at WRKO. 19 years old, I had to get to Boston. I couldn't lose the job. I started to walk to the train station. I walked to the train station to and from, and it's probably an hour walk every day to get to the fucking train. Now it's nothing great like, oh, big deal, you walked an hour. The point is, is, if my father didn't teach me at 15 years old That you got to fucking figure it out. That you got to walk. You got to get there. Run. I don't give a fuck how you get there. You have to. If he didn't teach me that at 15, then at 19, I wouldn't have been able to look back and say, hey, I got this. No big deal. I'm going to walk. I walked in the snow. I walked in the rain. It was probably about a year into doing it that my buddy Gavi, I lived with he's like, bro, you walk to the fucking train every day? He's like, I'll give you a ride. Never told anybody. Just did it. And trust me, it it sucked. Because it was a time suck. An hour to the train. An hour to Boston. That's two hours. That's four hours every day. Meanwhile, you're going to school. Four hours is a lot of time. That's sleep time. Now, of course, when I was on the train, I would sleep. Make up for some of that. Point is... I don't think you're ever, your kids are ever too young to do things for themselves. You should always give your kids just enough more than they can handle. Give them the opportunity to handle something. Like for example, my daughter, most recently, she was out on the porch. She climbed over the opposite side. So, so you have the railing. She got on the other side of the railing where basically you're just, hanging onto the railing. You're going to drop off. She starts crying. She's looking at me, dad, dad, can you help me? I just looked at her and now the drop's not that far, bro. It's like four feet. I just looked at her and I said, no, you got on that side. You got to get back over. Now, I wasn't going to let my daughter fall. <clears throat> she wasn't really in any, any, it really wasn't in a spot where she was going to, not like she was hanging. She still had her feet on it. And it took a little bit bitching, moaning. But then finally she got herself up over the same way she got on the other side. You've got to let your kids. you got to get them. You know what? Get the hell out of the way of your kids. And let them do something. They might surprise you. Push them to do things. And you might be shocked at the things they can do. And they will pay off a hundredfold when they get older. Because they will be able to handle tough situations. You cannot always be there to catch your kids when they fall. And what's worse, sometimes you have to let them fall, even when you know you can help them. You got to let them deal with it. That's how they learn. I took The hot stove, my dad told me once, aunt, don't touch the stove, it's hot. And that was it. I needed to find out for myself. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah it's not hot that thing ain't hot. I'm touching it. He didn't try to stop me. He saw me walk over to the thing. He's up boom, put my hand right on it. It fucking, ah, burnt my hand. Father called me a chooch because you're a chooch. He could have stopped me, but he knew he fucking knew that if I didn't touch it and learn for myself that the stove was hot, Then when I get older, I make those types of mistakes. I don't see the warning signs. I don't heed the warning of, ooh, it could be hot in there. You've got to learn shit for yourself. And unfortunately, part of learning is understanding that nobody gets a free ride. No one magically pays For your cell phone. No one magically pays for the electricity. The house bills. The groceries. The gas. For your car. You have to work for these things. No one just gives them to you. I don't want having kids. So that they can be a fucking burden. On my life. For the rest of my life. I have kids. Because I want them to be, well, well, one, I want to grow my family. I love my daughter. I love my son too. I want them to be productive members of society to help this great country grow to be even greater. I want them to be individuals with independence that get independence, meaning they can take care of themselves and pro- provide some good to the world or to themselves or to the country, something meaningful. I don't want that to be a poor, unfortunate soul that sucks off dad and mom or needs to for the rest of their lives. I like to think that my dad's proudest moment of me was when I was 18 years old and he came to me with the, looking for rent. He's like, hey, you work, you're paying rent. You live here, you're paying. These were the rules. If you go to college, you can stay here for free. If you join the military, you could stay here for free. If you go to work, you're paying to live here period. I left 18 years old, never went back. Boom. See ya. Move to fucking law. I'm not trying to tout myself. I'm not trying to say, I'm I'm no, I'm no more special than anybody else. I'm just trying to say, do not let the wife, your mother-in-law, the grandparents affect the way you teach your kids. You have to understand that it's your job as a dad to get your kids ready for life. You don't, you're not your kid's best friend. There are moments where you can have fun with your kid. You know, just like Simba and Mufasa, where he teaches his kid the stern lesson. And then he's like, nobody messes with your dad. And he has a little, gets a little laugh. Yeah, that shit's great. You should do that with your kids. I mean, you love them after all. But the most important thing for you to do is set your kids up to be independent in the real world. That's the most important thing you can do. My father always did that for me. And now that my father is gone, any situation that I find myself in, I feel that I can get out of it. I feel that I can handle it. I have never been in a, as an adult in a situation where I ever felt overwhelmed or I ever felt that I couldn't deal. Because I've already, I laugh at it. It is like getting into a fight. Not that I do that anymore. I'm 43 years old. But when I was younger, if I was getting into a fight, I, I, I laugh. at me the time. He's like, "What?" Okay, he's like, "Why are you always the first one to get in there?" And I'm like, "No one here hits harder than my father. No one. There's not a single fucking kid here that's going to pop me or hit me harder than my dad does. These kids got shit. They got nothing on me. Nothing. Not a. I, I, you know what?" Fucking Donnie McLaughlin, so I used to do stupid shit in the wrestling room and, 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 and say derogatory statements, or so I just I would just aggravate the fuck out of him and everybody sometimes to the point to where he'd send the whole team to fucking hop on me. Or they they you'd get beat downs from like Chad Joyce. And I always could get back up, literally. Because none of them could hit no one could hit me harder than my father. Not a fucking soul. It's like funny to me. <laughs> That's what you're hitting me with? You, that's all you got? Now I'm no athlete, so it's not like I could fucking... I wasn't the greatest athlete. I couldn't get uh, win fights and stuff like that, but I could take a hit. Better than anybody. And I'm not saying hitting your kids is the thing to do. Just to, like, in my house, I have a rule. I don't hit my kids, but if they hit me, I hit them. And not because I don't want them to disrespect me. They shouldn't be disrespecting me. I want them to understand... That if you hit someone, they're going to hit you back. So when you're on the street and you pop somebody, someone's going to hit you. Whether it's them or or their boy. That's why. So anyways, the point there is, it's really never, ever, ever too early to start teaching your kids to be independent and to handle things that they can handle. Never get in your kid's way. Even when they are babies at the youngest age, they're crawling. Let them fucking crawl. They're walking. Two, three steps, they stumble. Let them. You've got to give your kids enough shit, just enough. A little bit smidge more than what they can handle. Or they'll never grow. They'll never be independent. And they'll always be looking for dad to catch them, to help them. Let them learn at the sacrifice of your own inability to watch them get hurt. Nobody wants to see their kids get hurt. No one. No one wants to see their kids struggle. But if you don't let them struggle, they'll never learn. They'll never understand what it takes to get by. And then you'll have a 30-year-old that has kids That the 30-year-old can't handle their own fucking kids. Because they're stressed out. Because the kids are too much. Because the kids are bonkers. I laugh. My kids are crazy. My daughter is fucking insane. But it doesn't bother me. I don't get stressed out by it. I could listen to my daughter cry for a fucking hour and a half. Two, three hours. and, uh, And just sit there. Dead silent until she stops. Of course, when I was a kid, my father would be like, I'll give you something to cry about. Anyways. I'm not trying to tell you how to parent your kids at all. All I'm saying is at some point they have to become adults and they have to take care of themselves. And you have many teachable opportunities in your life to help them to learn how to be independent and take care of themselves. It's your job. And you can make it fun for them if you have to. Literally, just tell them, the more you can do for yourself, the more independent you are. If you can buy a car, you get to pick the car. If you can pay for a phone, you get to pick the phone. If you can buy groceries, you can buy your own food. If you can cook, you can can make what you want. You can afford soap. You can buy the soap you want. You don't have to use dad's dial. Go buy what the fuck you want. Your money. You worked for it. It's simple. All right, I'm out. Thank you so much for listening to Spaz on Out America's podcast. Later.